Welcome to Freedom Matters Today. I am Michael J. Sutton. This is May the 18th, 2022, and episode 10 of Freedom from Fear. Today's title is Faith Gives Us Freedom of Speech. It is only faith that gives us freedom of speech. Before faith, we were not free. We were oppressed. We did not understand. Sorrows were endless. Pain was unquenched. Minds were darkened. Faith, God's greatest gift to us, enabled us to see him clearly and see us honestly to need him fully. Let me say that again. Faith, God's greatest gift to us, enabled us to see him clearly and see us honestly to need him fully. These days we love to talk. You do not see an American coming. You hear them. It is the same with most Westerners. We are not known as quiet people or meditative people or reflective people. Instead, we in the West are known as people who talk a lot and loudly. We fill our lives with words and we think that if we stop speaking we will die suddenly and then all the things we want to say will be left unsaid. It is likely, however, that most people in the West have said everything important that they ever needed to say on one Saturday morning at the local cafe and that was three weeks ago. There are two types of words. Words that fall to the ground and words that do not. The words that fall to the ground are words that we forget and there are words that we remember. Most of what we say is forgotten and it disappears. It is gone. A sensible society responds in genuine fashion to the will of the people. I'm not speaking of democracy here. We do not need to embrace the British-American model, the 19th century democracy, to have a society where the will of the people are respected. All societies need to respond to the people to some degree or there will be violent revolution. History shows that societies that ignore the people will perish. It is certainly true that the Western political class has no interest whatsoever in what you have to say. They're sitting pretty, laughing all the way to the bank, fully expecting that no one will ever topple them or challenge them. Your words do not matter. And since all the political parties are the same these days in the West, nothing will change. Your words will fall to the ground. There are countless examples of this. People in power do not care about you or your lives or your situation. They are silent, dismissive, callous and indifferent. I have said before, and I will say again, this attitude is sign of national decline. The West is falling, and the rich have their heads deep in the trough, and they simply don't care about you, if they ever did. If there ever was a time for our words to matter, it would be now. It is not that our words matter in the sense that we're saying anything profound or earth-shattering, but they are our words, and they are important to us. We speak because what we speak about matters to us. And there is one word often on our lips 
and in our hearts. This word has to do with fear. We are fearful. We are afraid. We despair. We ache for so many things that we once had or we long for or that have been elusive. These words matter because they come from within our hearts, they stir in the belly, they churn in our stomach and our gut, and we speak them with earnestness, genuine spirit, honesty and plainness. There is only one who makes sure our words do not fall to the ground. Indeed, there is only one who takes our words, our accents, our intonations, our grammar, our stuttering, our frail expressions, our incomplete ideas, and holds them in his hand. He remembers them. He cherishes them. He hears them. And he does not forget. That person is God. There is only one freedom of speech that is eternal, and that is from faith. There is only one person qualified to hear our words and hold them and keep them in his heart, and that is God. In a world of fear, anxiety and despair, forget the government. They are not listening. Forget the president. He doesn't care. Forget the church. They are too busy trying to get into your pockets and your money. It is to God we ought to direct our thoughts, prayers, requests and complaints, not the government. We know that government will fail us, lie to us and betray us, but not God. Those who follow Jesus and walk with God have no reason to place all their confidence in society or in democracy, because the heart and soul of life is our relationship with God. True freedom of speech has to do with us speaking to God freely, and we can do that because of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is faith that gives us freedom of speech. This is in the Bible, surprisingly enough. It is found in Paul's letter to the Ephesians, chapter 3 and verse 13. It reads, In him, and through faith in him, we may approach God with freedom and confidence. This is only one verse and it is tucked into a broader discussion of the role of the assembly. I ignore the culturally inappropriate word church as the exhibition or display to the world of the wisdom of God, a kind of proclamation to the rulers and authorities of society, both spiritual and temporal. The assembly of Christians is to be different. It is not, of course, in the West. It is simply a mirror of the state, and when it speaks, it does only in the areas approved by the government. Early Christians were different. They got noticed. Whenever Christians follow Christ, they also get attention. John Hus, William Tyndale, Cranmer, the Oxford Martyrs, so many of them over the years. The ones who follow Jesus get persecuted, often by the church. Jesus said so. He said, if you follow me, you will be persecuted. If the church is not persecuted, then it means it is not following Christ. It is that simple. If you are in a local Christian assembly and you want to follow Jesus, they will oppose you, the enemies of Christ, in that assembly. They always do. 
Assemblies that have no conflict are going straight to hell because they're already dead. And I'm afraid there are a lot of dead churches. Leaving aside the potential of the assembly to be a light to the world and the conflict within, we come to what Paul says about free speech. It is an enigmatic verse and says more than it appears to at first glance. Many verses of the New Testament are the same. They require careful reading, not casual glances. This verse is no different. Paul writes, In him and through faith in him we may approach God with freedom and confidence. Paul is saying that in Jesus and through faith in Christ we can approach God in prayer and into his presence with enter into his presence with freedom and confidence in other words without fear without trembling and without reservation we do not sulk in the back or get in through the back door nor are we ushered to the servants church or the back streets for the ungodly, but we enter his presence in confidence and freedom. This is not the only time this idea is mentioned in the New Testament. In Romans 5 verse 2, Paul says, Through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. In 2 Corinthians 3 verse 4, Paul reminds us that such confidence before God is ours, through Christ. In Ephesians 2 verse 18, Paul says, For through him we both have access to the Father by one Spirit. The author of Hebrews 4 verse 16 also says, Let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Indeed, Paul also says in Philippians 4 verse 6, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Faith gives us freedom of speech before God. It is no wonder the church hates Paul. Imagine people praying to God and avoiding the need for their priests and the illusion of the Mass or the confessional. Imagine Christians boldly going up to God in confidence and speaking to him as if he knows them and welcomes them. They're not welcome at church. You must be silent there, or speak when you're spoken to. Seen and not heard, that's their attitude. Only it is not God's attitude. You are free. You are free to enter his presence, and you are free to speak. Thank God. No, really, thank God. Remember, Freedom matters today because you matter to God. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. We have a new podcast episode every day. Freedom Matters Today explores freedom from a Christian perspective. Be sure to check out our daily blog at freedommatterstoday.com and subscribe. Join me tomorrow for another episode of Freedom from Fear.